Ernest, what's up? Look, in the world of personal finance management, finding the right tool is crucial. If you've been relying on Mint to keep your personal finances in check, I got a mix of news for you. Mint is closing down. But here's a silver lining. Monarch Money is stepping up as the go-to financial app and users, including myself, are making the switch with a smile. Before Monarch, juggling my finances felt like navigating a stormy sea. Other apps either lacked features or were too cumbersome. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design turned financial management from a chore into a breeze. The constant updates, well, that's the cherry on top. But what truly set it apart for me was its collaboration feature. Money matters constrain relationships, but Monarch brings peace to the table. The app's collaboration tools allowed my partner and I to seamlessly manage our finances together. We aligned on our budgets, tracked our cash flow, and even planned our future goals all in one place. Speaking of goals, be it saving for a down payment, your dream vacation, or your children's education, Monarch simplifies it all. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal hailed it as the best budgeting app. This isn't just an app. It's the next generation of personal finance management, ad-free, intuitive, and always evolving with you in mind. Now look, Monarch isn't just another app. It's the all-in-one solution. From effortlessly importing your data from Mint to customizing your dashboard to your heart's content, Monarch respects your privacy with a strict no-ads, no-data-selling policy. This is financial management as it should be, focused on you. Look, after trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's a top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash Mondays. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash Mondays for your extended 30-day free trial. Let's talk about, let's talk about Bitcoin. Crypto. So going back to Davos, Jamie Dimon, CEO of Chase. Yes. JP Morgan Chase. Um, he said, you know, once again, that crypto a waste of time. Uh, blockchain technology is, is something that's that's beneficial and here to stay, but he gave a lot of disparaging remarks about Bitcoin and crypto and talked about how it was uh for money launderers and yeah, basically. Yeah. Typical slander. Um, so what's your thoughts on, on his comments? I don't know what uh, Jamie's angle is with this. Um, I know a lot of people say, well, he's worried about it taking over the banking infrastructure. If that happens, by the time that happens, Jamie's going to be retired. But if we know that your traders have been buying it since 2016, I don't know what's the point of demonizing the asset if you're going to eventually offer it to your client base. Um, you can't argue with the returns year over year, decade over decade, highest return of asset. I just don't understand what, what the angle or aim is because it's not going to take away from the fervor that people who are, have been invested in Bitcoin, it's not going to change their stance. And also with the ETFs coming in, I'm not sure why he would demonize um, this asset class. So I, I don't like the remarks. Kudos to JP Morgan, everyone there. I appreciate you guys in the partnership, but I don't know why he continues on this parade about um, it being like this nefarious asset when that boat. <laughs> who paid for the boat? Yeah, who paid I mean, for the boat? Like, what? But so. there's, there's a common 
theme here, right? If we talk about the greatest investors of our time, um, even rest in peace, Charlie Munger, mm-hmm. I mean, to his death, he, he, I mean, he has similar remarks. Look at Buffett, who's probably arguably the greatest of our time. Now you hear Jamie Dimon when we talk about banking and finance. I mean, at the top of the list, they all have this the, the same kind of stance on this on Bitcoin. So as a as a person that's listening, I mean, how how should they take that? Right? This is these are some of the greatest minds in the space. You still need exposure to it, um, and this is something I've been saying forever. Like, pick the top two in the sector, ride them for for the long period of time. Um, now. Some of the altcoins, depending on which ones you're looking at, you may not want to invest in. But once it gets to a place, and this is the interesting part. Well, of course, they have the partnership with Ethereum. So that may be a part of the reason why he's demonizing it, because Bitcoin has outpaced Ethereum for sure. But I don't see why, if you're looking purely at the numbers over a decade, over a decade return basis, you can't say that there's no use case for it and there's no desire for it. But if you're listening now, call 20,000. That was a good place to invest when I called it. Um, but hold every asset for a 10 year period of time and you'll be a okay. And please put it in chat. Investing is not hard. When to start, what to invest in. All that's been answered. All that's been, they have to go to the Alps and bring the information back. If it takes all that for you to invest, yo, just don't do it. Just don't do it. It is what it is. You either can choose to get rich in this environment or stay broke. It is up to you. But I don't like uh, just the full demonization of an asset class just because you personally may not like it. You can't argue. You can't argue with the math. Well, I also think that, um, I mean, they're not wrong in what they're saying to play devil's advocate as far as, uh, you know, there's a reason why Warren Buffett and these guys don't see any value in Bitcoin um, because there really is no no real value in it, right? Um, so if you look at it from a standpoint of currency, it's very misleading. It's, it's not. Oh it's not we, okay, go ahead. It's not a currency. It's, it's not being used as a currency. Um, it, it's way too volatile to ever to ever really be used as a currency. And nobody really uses Bitcoin as a currency. They use it. It's more of a store value. Store that's value. why they call it. That's why they call it digital gold. Um, people are looking at it as an investment standpoint. Um, so they're looking at it. They're old school. They're looking at it like, well, what is the point of something that nobody's really trading this as currency? Well, they're, they're looking at it as it's just like it's just a made up investment. I think that's where, part they, of, where they're, they're more there are tangible investments, right? Like yeah. they're a tangible goal. There's tangible real estate. Even st- stock is actually like you're owning a part of a company that actually exists. Yeah. Bitcoin doesn't produce any products, doesn't have any employees. Um, if it went away today, it, it wouldn't have any major of effect on the global economy outside of people losing billions of dollars but it's not like it's it, it, it's no it's no so from that i think the greatest use case is store is offset to inflation not to cut you off yeah but I, I think that's part of the, what what diamond is saying there are people who are using it as currency and it might not be for the the best cause but for the the vast majority of right people. Yeah, yeah there are people use it for currency and stuff like that but i'm just saying the vast majority is not just like the vast majority is not trading gold. Like you're not right. going to to your local barbershop and paying him With a bullion. Yeah. You know, yeah. most people have gold and it's, it's being hoarded. Um, so uh, you know, it's Bitcoin. That's how they're looking at it. They're like, well, what what is the purpose of this, right? Like, why do we need why do we need Bitcoin? Why do we need it? But I will say this: some things are outside the realm of ration. 
you don't have to be able to fully understand everything with a rational mind for it to actually make sense. It's just enough people have to believe in it. So I think that enough people believe in the idea of cryptocurrency, Bitcoin specifically. Um, yeah. It's, you know, what it would supposed to originally have stood for. Um, and I think that that would be enough for it to, to sustain. I don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon. I think it's going to be here. Um, but I think that, you know, from a pure economic standpoint, the economist, old school economist, um, yeah, they, they're, they're never really going to fully understand it because they're looking at it like, well, this doesn't, it, there's, there's no way how you can make me believe that this is worth $40,000 one day, 60000 the next day, $10,000 the next year, a million in 10 years. <laughs> like, it, but, but couldn't people have said that about, I can't believe I'm taking this out of this argument, but can you, couldn't you have said the same thing about the tech market in 90 nine or 2000 if we look from 95 to 2005 the market was damn near flat yeah for sure it's overvalued also the value of the dollars dropped 90 percent. if you don't believe in fiat current and uh, truth be told cryptocurrency is the revelation of how people feel about the american fiat system and the banking system in one for years for 50 years they told us seven to twelve percent maximum was the most that you can get out of an investment to be deemed safe when there's people in the streets and bodegas who are making way more than that and here comes a currency or an asset class that produces more and all of a sudden it's vilified why didn't you give us the 15 to 30 percent that you guys were getting and muni bonds and other shit that you were investing in so i think people are getting frustrated and tired of saying well you're telling us we can only get five percent savings here pensions have gone Retirement plans are going away. I keep talking about this pension fund issue in Chicago and Illinois that no one ever wants to talk about. I think people are getting frustrated as inflation is doubling. It feels like every four or five years to tell us, well, you can only get 7% return in the market with all this trillions of dollars slushing around. Then, But Nancy and her husband are raking in a fortune in the interim and so are presidents. So I think it's more of a anti-banking anti-fiat position to say hey we want higher returns because we know they're possible here but well i think that um so the tech thing i think is a little different because those are companies that might have been overvalued but they still had value right like they still are employing people they're still making products they're yeah. still adding to society now you could say okay they're not they're not worth you could say nvidia is overvalued you could make a you can make an argument for that but there's no denying that nvidia is still a valuable company that is yeah. tremendously important in the global ecosystem um that's why i think there's a there's a there's a disconnect as far as with a lot of these cryptocurrencies where they they don't they're not they're not important the technology blockchain technology is important that's what he was saying jamie was saying like they've been using blockchain technology for years and they're going to continue to use it but the actual like i always say this all the time if bitcoin went away today mm -hmm. nothing nothing changes in the world outside of people losing money nothing changes if apple if apple disappeared today the the world is is upside down how many people rely including me rely on we're, we, we're using a macbook right now to broadcast this and I'm yeah. I'm reading notes off my iPhone, right? If like if Nvidia disappeared today, the world the world's in in, in crisis mode, right? Um, there are a lot of companies that if they disappeared today, not only would millions of people be out of jobs, 
Um, the world. If Apple away, America collapse. Yeah. So yeah. You know, it's interesting. Um, Bitcoin. And by the way, I believe in Bitcoin, but you know, I'm also a non-partisan person, so I can see both sides of the situation. And I think yeah. that a lot of it is just mental. But once again, it's we live in a world where people you convince yourself of things, and that's all you really got. Believe you got it. You you if you believe enough, look. I mean, religion. It's all based on. Uh-uh. Belief. No, I'm just saying it's all based oh, okay. on belief. It's all based on belief, right? Okay. It's all based on belief. We've never seen. Nobody's ever seen anything from two thousand years ago, fifteen hundred years ago, but millions, billions of people put a belief into a system, and that's what faith is, right? Believing in things that you don't fully understand or things that you don't even you can't see, right? Yeah, that's 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 the most core thing to, to the human element that we have. And like I said, I mean, religion is a perfect example of that of a lot of things don't make sense if you really think about it, right? If you look at religious tales, I mean, no, they don't really make too much sense in a, in a rational mind, but we overlook that because we have a belief system. So it doesn't have to make sense. Yeah. So I think I think Bitcoin kind of fits in that in that in that world. Don't worry, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going on, I'm not going on a religious tangent. I'm just Thank using you. religion. I'm just using religion as an example. Satoshi's coming for him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but if we go back to the the dot com bubble, let's run off some companies that were there. Pets.com, yeah. Webvan, Boo.com, eToys.com got destroyed by Amazon, GeoCities, theglobe.com, go.com, flues.com, Dr. Cool, worth more than all those by 50. Bitcoin is the number nine most valuable asset on the planet. We went over this. That's crazy. Yep. That's on belief. Also because the other assets were not providing a high enough return. While legislation that, was that, that passed yeah, to like, block us out of investing in startups that would have given us that kind of return. I agree with that part of the statement. And I think you made that statement earlier when you said, they can say what they want, but they cannot deny the returns. We've seen now for 14 years. Yep. This is a very small sample size, right? And in, in terms of history of investing, but 14 years is a sample size of yep. return. And there hasn't been an asset that we've seen that have had these type of returns that I've known. Of. Back, yeah, it goes back to the lack of innovation in America and the United States, um, especially like on the financial services and product side. For sure. You either can be of the people and innovate for the people, or you can be of the system. You got to pick. Yeah. So, and, and now, you know, obviously with the ETF, the, the SEC has started to lean favorably in, in this space. We had some conversations with, with the US, uh, USD uh, coin. Um, yep. and so, I mean, everything is optimistic in the space. And so that belief becomes more authenticated when you have government saying, okay, we believe in it too. But what I'm saying also is that you, you beauty's in the eye of the beholder, values in the eye of the beholder. You can, can if you can convince somebody that something is true or something is valuable, it doesn't necessarily have to be true or valuable. If somebody believes that is true or believes that is valuable, then it's valuable. To say that okay, Bitcoin is something that you it's, it's nothing, right? It's really nothing. Um, it's not like it's any 
Yeah. It's 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 worth a, a home in Cleveland, Ohio, right? It's the equivalent to a single family home in Cleveland, Ohio. So you have one asset where you can actually live, sleep, there's plumbing, there's a door, there's a chimney, <laughs> like there's an actual physical place. 40, huh? 40,000? You'll probably get a single family home in, in, in Cleveland for 40,000. A lot of people saying you could, then it panned out. You couldn't get them for that price. <laughs> they went to Cleveland, it wasn't there. <laughs> Let's call it see with the going prices. Some people was quoting them prices. <laughs> they, they, met the mini, nah, they, they met the mini home. The call, mini home. Yeah. Call, call BR win. <laughs> well, there's somewhere there's somewhere where you can get a home. Yeah, there's get somewhere where you get a home yes, for $40,000, yes. right? Yes. So it's like, okay, would you take a home? Would you take a home for $40,000? Or would you take a Bitcoin. All right, let me ask you this now, right? That's a great analogy. But what if that Bitcoin? It depends on where you're at, right? If you if you're homeless, you take the home. But if you're not, do you look at the returns or the appreciation of that home or the appreciation potential appreciation of the Bitcoin? No, I, I'm not saying that you you don't take the Bitcoin. I'm just saying that that's the psychology. Right, right, right. Bitcoin is nothing. Yeah. It's, it's nothing. Yeah. It's, it's literally it's it's there. It's just it's a it's a it's an idea. It's an idea. It's a what concept. would you take right now? The, the the forty thousand dollar home or the bitcoin, bitcoin. Okay, that's what I yeah yeah same. Yeah, but I'm just but that's what I'm just saying. So yeah. it's like I think Jamie Diamond and these guys are looking at it from the standpoint of the home. Like yeah, okay, this is something. This is real. This is just nothing. This Tangible. is this is stupid. Why? Yeah. But you don't but always have homes are a banking product. But that that's true. And we all just said that we would take the bitcoin, right? Because we're thinking about you can't deny the returns. While we talk about crypto and digital dollar donald trump oh man um the, so the donald what are your thoughts on trump saying that he's not going to allow federal reserve digital dollar if elected well let, let, uh, let's put the context to it right so he said that he's going to block the creation that's if right if i big hypothetical but maybe not uh, if he's elected president, that he's going to block the creation of a U.S. central bank digital coin, that the coin that we had talked about, the CBDC. He said uh, this would give the federal government uh, absolute control over our money. They can take your money. Uh, you wouldn't even know it was gone. This would be dangerous to the threat of freedom and will stop uh, anybody from coming to America. So there's a couple of things, right? Like when we think about government playing a major role, and that's one of the big things, right, from the party sides is like less government, less government. I understand that point of what he's saying. Um, but is it an indication of the, the entire space? I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's an indication that he doesn't believe in Bitcoin or in cryptocurrency because this is the same guy who has an NFT. Well, right. I, I, I'm, I'm with him on this one. Right. I think, um, I've never been robbed for anything in my life. Like as far as money, I never, okay. Never been on the other end of a robber's revolver, as Nas would say. Um, <laughs> I never got robbed in my life. The only time I ever got robbed was for my cryptocurrency mm -hmm. by somebody that I never knew online. So I'm 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 extremely um, cautious when it comes to digital assets, especially if the government has their hands in it. I 100% would not be comfortable with a government controlled digital dollar because yeah. Who knows? They could just freeze. They could freeze your bank account. Think about how quickly they could freeze your crypto, um, exactly, and take it it's and easy. audit it and everything. So, um, yeah. Look, but is it? Are you playing on the mindset that there's people who might say, like, if government is involved, it is now safer? 
No, it's not safer. Well, it's look, not safer. Regulation, regulation is beneficial on mm -hmm. a certain level because, yeah. like I said, what happened to me with Coinbase, that wouldn't have happened if it was regulation. If it was fidelity, you can't just get robbed for your for your brokerage account. There's this system, the systems in place, and there's recourse. So that is beneficial on a certain level. Mm -hmm. Yes, for sure. But as far as you know overarching control most of the time when government has control over something it it, it goes awry and it doesn't, it doesn't work out in the benefit of the consumer so the regular everyday person whenever the, whenever government gets their hands in something it usually nine times out of ten is only benefiting government yeah did anybody did anyone think this was a good idea Obviously, no no right no okay no